Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode of Explore and Engage with Anam. President Joe Biden reportedly wants to address the issue of student loan debt. As the midterm election is coming up, this seems to be a timely topic to try to draw voters' attention. And it seems to me that there is a political objective that the Biden administration may be trying to accomplish. But I will keep the politics aside, and in this episode I'll discuss the core issues surrounding student loan debt in America. First of all, I have student loans, and so I can speak from my own experience. Secondly, I've talked to many students and their parents about the issue of student loan debt. And also, as a lifelong student of public policy, I pay attention to many policy issues in this country, including um, the discussion of student loan debt. So let's start with the big number. The total student loan debt in America is roughly $1.7 trillion. There have been many talks about the burden of student loans and what should be done about it. People are facing a massive burden of student loan debt and are having a really hard time keeping up with payments. When someone has a big student loan payment to make every month, that may prevent them from buying a home, buying a nice car, going on a vacation, or doing other things that are important in a person's life. There are endless stories about how people are struggling because of student loan debt. Now, over the years, there have been many talks about addressing this problem. And as far as I can remember, a lot of those conversations have been about student loan forgiveness. Now, forgiveness basically means cancellation of student loan debt. So right now, there are reports about President Joe Biden possibly giving an order um, for the Department of Education to cancel $10,000 in student loans per borrower depending on their income. So anyone making less than $150,000 per year may be able to get $10,000 in student loans canceled. Now that's according to a news report. Nothing's confirmed yet. And to my knowledge, no order has, uh, has been given yet. Now forgiveness can also depend on other criteria, such as a borrower's history of student loan payments, or a career in public service. My question is, would student loan debt forgiveness address the core of the problem? Does a one-time student loan debt forgiveness address the overall issue of student loan debt? Student loan debt forgiveness obviously helps those who are being crushed under the burden of debt. But then there may be unintended consequences of such debt forgiveness, this one-time lump sum debt forgiveness. Now, at a time when we already have high inflation, student loan debt forgiveness of hundreds of billions of dollars may increase inflation further. How much? I, I don't know. But one thing I know for a fact is that it certainly will not help inflation cool down. As a student loan borrower, I certainly understand how much it would be helpful to not have this burden of debt. 
and I don't oppose loan forgiveness options when those options are administered through a proper established process rather than a one-time politically motivated executive order prior to a major election. As I said earlier, we have to address the core of the problem. Ordering a one-time forgiveness does not address the issue, which is, how do students get stuck with such massive loan burdens in the first place? Let's talk about an automobile loan. When you buy a new vehicle and you apply for a loan in the process, and when you're approved for the loan, you'll know how much your monthly payment will be. You will also likely know how much interest you will be paying over the course of the loan term. If you keep up with all the payments, um, you'll know over the course of, let's say, 60 months or 72 months, this is going to be the monthly payment, this will be the total interest over the, over the life of the loan. And, of course, if you pay off early, that might be different. And also, if you somehow extend the term of the loan, the total interest paid will likely be higher. As far as I can remember, when I applied for student loans, I, you know, to the best of my knowledge, I, I don't recall receiving any information on how much interest I will end up paying over the entire term of the loan. No one came to me and said, hey, if you take out this loan of X number of dollars and start repaying after you graduate, then over the course of Y number of years, you'll end up paying Z number of dollars just in interest on the loan. Was someone supposed to tell me that? I don't know. I, I didn't even know how much my monthly payment will be for the amount of student loans that I was taking. Now, I do understand that total interest paid and monthly payments may vary depending on different repayment options. You know, income-based repayment plan, graduated repayment plan, extended repayment plan, and more. But perhaps there is a way to say that Okay, student, here's a standard repayment plan, and this is your interest rate. And if you graduate in May of 2023 and start making payments on such and such month and make the exact um, uh, monthly payment each year, uh, monthly payment each month, every year for 10 years, then this is the total interest you'll end up paying based on a monthly payment of X number of dollars. This to come up with this calculation, I, I I don't think it's very difficult. It's it, it's not a difficult thing to implement. This information, giving students this information, this is how much you're going to end up paying altogether. Lack of information is what the problem is. I believe that student loans are easily accessible, but without proper information about how much the loans will cost down the road, the student may end up getting stuck with a burden. And that's what's happening. A student wants to go to college and get loans to pay for tuition. That's okay. 
The problem is that students often do not know how much loan they should take over the course of their education and, and, and in the pursuit of a specific degree and whether that degree is likely to get them jobs and to help them earn a certain yearly income that would then help them pay off the student loans in monthly installments. A degree in finance is not the same as a degree in political science, and that's different from a degree in English literature, and that's different from a degree in music, and you can go on listing other subjects. So if a, so if a person takes a $30,000 loan, student loan, to get, get a bachelor's degree in accounting, that would be different from the same $30,000 invested in an English literature degree, and that would be different from the same $30,000 invested in the pursuit of a degree in chemistry. Each degree would lead to different income potential after graduation. So, let me elaborate. Prior to taking out loans, students must know what the average annual income is for someone who graduates with a certain degree. Then try to determine if the income would be sufficient to be able to pay installments on a $30,000 student loan. Universities should have the data on various degrees and how much students can expect to make if they graduate with those degrees. And of course, I do understand that income potential not only depends on degrees, on academic degrees, but also other skills and grades and additional talents and certifications and internships or work experience. And, you know, income also can vary depending on which part of the country the job is in and so much more. So I understand that there are other factors that may affect a person's income potential. But at the very least, Students should be given information on how much interest they will end up paying over the course of the loan term. And they should be given this information at the time that they apply for the student loan, before they accept the student loan. And then they should also be given information on what their earning potential may be given a specific degree that they are pursuing. Now, in real life, there are students um, who may have, let's say for the first year, they may have no idea what they are going to get a major in. And then people also change majors, and I mean drastic changes, and that's okay. Change is fine as long as it's something that the student likes doing and the student understands that it will help him or her achieve life's goals. I wanted to get a major in economics, and for various reasons, I ended up with a declared major in political science and then that took me to graduate school and I got a master of public affairs degree. I studied lots and lots of economics but my official degrees are in political science and public affairs. Changes do happen and that's not necessarily a bad thing but students must have decent level of guidance so that they know what they are getting into. All I'm saying is that information is extremely important. The more information a person has, the better the decision-making will be.
So if a student knows that the degree she is pursuing is something that could lead to a job that pays a starting salary of $50,000 per year and that student loans being taken out to finance that education would end up leading to interest payment of X number of dollars based on a monthly payment of, let's say, $250 a month for a fixed number of years. If, if a student has all that information, then it's much easier to know if this is a proper route for the student to take or not. I don't think it is realistic to expect that a student will do all this math and figure everything out um, prior to accepting the loan. Let's be clear about this. When we are talking about loans that are thousands of dollars, in fact, tens of thousands of dollars, we must try to protect the borrower. Unlike car loans and home loans and business loans, a big part of the population that's taking out student loans are really young folks. A lot of times these young men and women do not know the consequences of such large loans. The excitement of going to college is so intense that these students take out big loans to go to college, get degrees that may be intellectually stimulating but may not have much value in the labor market, and then they get stuck with big monthly student loan payments. Now back to student loan debt forgiveness. It may be a one-time lump sum discount on existing student loans whenever we're talking about forgiveness, but it would not address the issue of why such large student loans are accrued in the first place. I am working hard and making monthly payments to payments towards my student loans every month. It is very satisfying to see the interest and principal being paid and my total loan burden going down. I look forward to the day when I will have no student loans left and I look forward to the day when the balance due will be zero. I believe that people should take full advantage of the existing student loan forgiveness options that are available. Student loans are not bad. They are often very necessary. A loan can make a difference between whether a young man or woman is able to pursue a nice college degree or not. But once again, my main point is, students must be given full information about the impact of the loans at the time that they apply for the loans. More transparency, more information. That's my whole point. Help ensure that students are making informed decisions. That way there will be less need for loan forgiveness. And that way politicians prior to an election will have less power to try to sway young folks by tempting them with student loan debt forgiveness. That's my message for this episode. As always, I welcome your thoughts and comments, so connect with me. Let me know what you think. Share with me your thoughts. Um, I look forward to hearing from you, and I hope to be back again with another episode of Explore and Engage with Anam.